There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, guys, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Now, if you want to get the latest in degree-free news, like companies that are no longer requiring college degrees, tides that are turning, different ideas for degree-free work, and resources that can help you get the skills you need to get a job without a college degree, you are going to want to grab the newsletter that Ryan and I put out once a week. You can sign up for our email list at degreefreenetwork.com. Don't wait. Yep. And uh, if you haven't already, like and subscribe. Uh, We post a new episode every week, and we'd love to have you as a regular listener. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about how to talk to a teenager about going degree-free. Yeah, this is a this is my sweet spot. I love this. This is something that I love as well. This is something that we have personal experience. It's so easy to blow their minds. Yeah, and not only that, like not only with our own family, but we talk to a lot of teenagers because our our hope is that we can catch people before they make the decision to spend $30,000 a year to go to college. Yeah. And that the before they do it is definitely the time to give them more options. Exactly. And basically it's what what continues to be shocking is the amount of them that have not been told that they do not have to go to college immediately. <laughs> That's it's just the craziest thing. I'll never get over how crazy it is. Yeah. So today we wanted to kind of talk about how to do it and how we've done it in the past and how we continue to do it to this day because we have a lot of people that want us to talk to you know their family friends kids mm-hmm. things like that so the first thing that we normally say or ask them is have you ever been told that you don't have to go to college in order to get a good job you would be shocked by how many of these kids have never heard that in their entire born lives (laughs) it's something that they get really indoctrinated in because public schools do it private schools will do it their parents their parents do it their uncles do it their aunties do it their older siblings do it yeah everybody Mm. and almost every celebrities politicians if not every teenager that we've talked to nobody's you know, most of the time, they're, they say, no, I've never been asked that. Mm-hmm. That's not something that's been presented to me ever. Yeah. They like, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because it, they kind of look like a, like it's the first time you can tell this is the first time this thought's ever occurring to them. And they see like, they're like, oh, wow. It's just never occurred to them. And they don't know what there is outside of that one singular path. They have the because they've never been told there's any other options, which is crazy because two thirds of the population in the United States doesn't have college degrees. So the reality is that most people don't have them. 
Right. Most people don't have degrees, but somehow you need to get a degree in order to get a good job. Or in order to get any job. Some, get of any them job. Think, That's true. some of them think that you like you have to get a college degree in order to do anything besides bag groceries. I'm like, where did they get this notion from? Like, I don't know. I mean, they got it from school, obviously, so. because that's that's who talks to them most of the time. But it's crazy because it's like, yeah, aside from working at McDonald's or bagging groceries, if you want to get any job at all, you need a college degree. And it's like, no, that that's patently false. <laughs> right. And, you know, I think that's the first step that we try to talk with these kids, teenagers, children, whatever, um, about is saying there are other ways other than getting a college degree to get a good paying job, a job that fulfills you, or any job at all, right? And that's the first step is just education because mm-hmm. a lot of them haven't even heard that yeah. ever. They're in a little box and you got to open the top and go, hey, there's more out here. <laughs> the next thing that you know, you're going to want to ask them is like, what do you want to do? Like, what are your current aspirations as far as what you want to do vocationally? Or what do you want for a job? I think a better question might just be, what do you like? Yeah. Because um, no, at that age, they, they can't even, they can't always know. They're, they're kids. No, but I, what I mean is, I mean asking them, what do you want to do? Mm. And the reason why I'm asking that is, I think is it gives us an idea of where their head is at Mm. right and if right off the bat if if they say oh i want to be a teacher this is going to make people angry oh yeah (laughs) if i want to be a teacher you'll be like okay well you don't have to go to college to be a teacher Oh, here we go. Guys, I've not I've not I am if you're listening at Ryan K. Mariama on the socials. <laughs> she's at Hannah Mariama on the socials. There is That's where the angry tweets, the angry folks, Instagrams, that's where they go. Folks, I'm the fight. I'm 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 the I'm the arguer of the group for sure, of the team. But if you follow me on TikTok, uh it's funny because I thought some of the people on TikTok could be a little bit nuts, but that was before I got on Twitter. I was not on Twitter until recently and holy cow those people are just it's unbelievable the religious devotion to college degrees but people lost their minds when i said that you do not need a college degree to be a teacher in the united states and then and and they just just insistent and i'm like there are 34,000 private schools in the united states not only that there are cooperatives there are pod schools. There are alternative forms of different types of schools that don't even look like a, an actual private school. And then there are professional tutors that teach students full time that oftentimes get paid a lot more and have much better student outcomes than teachers. By what metric are those people not teachers? They are. <laughs> but people lost their minds about that. <laughs> so what, what I'm doing by asking, so let's say teacher, a lot of people think that you need to have a degree to become a teacher. But exactly about that big rant that you just went on there there are other alternatives to just teaching in the public school system where in the public school system widely you do need a college degree you do it's slowly being rolled back kind of what they're doing is um there are states with extreme teacher shortages um like utah where you only need experience and then one to three years of college classes which is really specific right so that's not a degree that's just one broad right but there's other places like um 
Arizona, I'm sorry, Oklahoma and California are both having trouble right now. So they're issuing like emergency teaching licenses because they do not have enough teachers. So a lot of places too, um, they're full-time subs that don't have college degrees and sometimes subs will teach classes for literally years. A lot of subs (laughs) don't have. They're not required to. A lot of subs don't. And like, Sometimes the subs teach for years. Yes. Sometimes I, I a have, sub will teach a class for an entire year. I have had a substitute that taught me the entire year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And not only that, but like um, there are other states too that like because they're facing such an extreme shortage, largely in part, I think, because the cost of college is so high and the job itself is so emotionally uh, just taxing that they can't keep teachers and so in order to combat that shocking unshockingly to me but shockingly to everybody else i guess is they're starting to roll back degree requirements because they just need they need bodies okay sorry we're not talking about that yeah let's get let's get back on track sorry so what i mean that's great that's great to know but what i mean by that is what we're trying to do here what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to open up their creative mind and try to educate them that there are different and alternative paths to a very similar future of which you think that you want. That being said, teenagers, I don't know about those people listening, but I know for me, I did not know what I wanted to be when I was a teenager, you know, and whatever I did, whatever I thought that I wanted to do, I definitely didn't accomplish doing that. I ended up doing something way different with my life and with my career. Right. But they so, kind of like pigeonhole you at the beginning, right? When you're in school, they just teach you what what veterinarian, doctor, nurse, teacher, firefighter, police officer. That's pretty much it. Right. So that's exactly where I was go- getting. That's exactly where I was going, which is the creativity aspect of it. Mm. Right. So that's why that's why I ask, what would you like to do? Right. Instead of what do you like? Mm-hmm. And then with the goal of opening up their creativity to that right okay if you want to be a lawyer but another popular one right mm-hmm. you can be a lawyer in some states without having a college degree we'll get into that at a later date four states right um but it's just getting the juices flowing of thinking outside of the box the paths that we're talking about of possibly going into these careers are not necessarily easier no um they often require more work but it depends on if you view work as i mean a college degree is work that you're paying to do so exactly yeah so a lot of times your financial situation will go the opposite way you'll get paid to learn you know the future yeah almost always if you just get a job you're you're going in the right direction yeah yeah exactly and so to hit on your point we're just trying to open up their minds because of what a lot of kids, teenagers, you know, when we talk to them, it's always the same careers, exactly what you said, firefighter, police, doctor, vet, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like there's like 10 careers. And a lot of that is just because that's all they see. Mm-hmm. That's all we see as adults. Yeah. Right? That's but true. you and I both know that there's an infinite amount of jobs. Mm-hmm. It's literally infinite. There's all kinds of work. Yeah. So what we're trying to do with the conversation is we're trying to expand their vocational open, creativity. Open their options back up instead of closing them down to like six. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And 
that's where your next question, your first question, my second question comes into play, which is, yeah, what what do you already do or what do you like to do? Mm hmm. And I find that's a good one because you can ascertain whether or not like, and, and if you know the child, like child, if you know the teenager slash child, well, you can just say, Hey, I noticed that you spend a lot of time doing this. Why do you do that? Do you like that? And you know, be that they're outside, like, or they've taken apart remote controls and they continually take apart electronic things. Like that's a sign that this person has a mechanical curiosity and that's not something to be wasted in in that if they like to do that and they tend towards those things, they should be pushed in that direction because that's that's what they prefer to do. Or at least that's an option. Yeah. To to help steward that. Yeah. Just say, hey, like I noticed that instead of sending you don't spend a lot of your free time like trying to explain concepts to other kids, I do notice that you spend a lot of time taking apart and putting back together these things. You know, why do you do that? Do you like doing that? You know? And that's not to say that they are going to always love the job that they have. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that they need to love the thing that they do either. Yeah. It's just a good way, especially if there's a disconnect between what they say and what they do. Yeah. Right. So if, so I'm a good example, right? If as a teenager, I did everything like I had a lot of interests, but I did all of my own like manual labor things. I love to change the oil in my car. I love to fix things. Um, I love to learn about construction. I love to build things. And But if you ask me what I wanted to do, I would always say, you know, I wanted to be a psychiatrist or a veterinarian or some sort of doctor or something like that. You know You'd be a horrible doctor. I would be a terrible doctor. <laughs> Ryan's not good with uh wouldn't be good with patient care. <laughs> I it has a lot to do with the fact that like I don't care. <laughs> well when you can just say it out loud like that. That's that's a sign that you probably shouldn't go into like, medicine. That is <laughs> Or maybe you should because you're more objective. I don't know. I feel like no though. I would not want a physician that's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, not you, bud. <laughs> right. And so but what I did do is I, I, and I always had a camera in my hands. I always had disposable cameras. I spent so much money, my parents' money and then a lot of my Christmas money, which is also my parents' money and stuff like that. So I spent a lot of my parents' money on like disposable cameras and getting this thing developed, you know, the pictures developed. And so those were two huge like hints in my life. I felt like that somebody had they had this conversation with me they could have honed in on mm -hmm. right because i'm over here aiming at being a doctor and going to college and or or working in finance or something like that dealing with numbers or being a vet but you've never once brought in a bird and like fed it with an eyedropper <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah and so it's like all right maybe if you look at what I do instead of what I'm saying, you can kind of coach me and help me down a path of, you know what, maybe you'd like to be a mechanic instead. Maybe you'd like to be a carpenter. Or a better question would be, do you know what a mechanic does? Right. Or or even a more like creative field. Um, what I mean by that is something that's not as connected. Since I was always behind a camera, you'd be like, have you ever thought about being a photographer? Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about 
being a videographer or kids that like video games is a good example too like hey have you ever thought about you know working at a video game company and designing games like this you know do you have any ideas for video games kids like oh i want to be a you know i want to be a i want to work in early childhood education but they're on a game you know 24 7 so be like hey it kind of seems like you really like that why do you like that what interests you and a good example of this i feel like is if you ask a lot of what I've noticed when asking this question to a lot younger kids, especially one of the new careers that has popped up recently, I'll ask them, Oh, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they'll, and they'll say like, Oh, I want to be a YouTube star. Yeah. They want to be Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Whoa, yeah. that's crazy. That is interesting. But it's because that's what's in front of them. Right. It's what they see. Right. Yeah. It's what they see. And they live on the internet. So exactly. you see it. Right. You. It's not hard. You see a fire truck going by. I want to be a fireman. Mm-hmm. You see a police car go by. I'll be a policeman. So I guess we'll see that increasingly as the world grows more digital. Like, you know, you'll see kids that are that are like, oh, you know, I want to be a, <laughs> want to be a metaverse casino card dealer. <laughs> The, they're gonna want to they, oh man i want to build skyscrapers i want to build skyscrapers on the internet like they're gonna say the weird stuff that they see on youtube you know yeah yeah interesting and you know that's gonna be a job yeah for real definitely yeah definitely so the first part the first part of the conversation is usually just trying to expand their vocational creativity i'll call it mm-hmm and then also to see and locate if there are any disconnects between what it is they're saying and what they actually do. The main reason is because because kids are taught such a limited menu of career options too. And then the pressure to choose one as they get older gets increasingly more, but they're still basically offered the same few jobs. If, if they get lucky, someone gives them a career aptitude test when they're about to graduate. But usually those tests contain about the same same amount of things um but the kids can't be curious about doors they don't know exist and so as an adult who is like who's around kids it's your job to tell them that doors exist because then they can say oh well what what's behind that door you say oh this you can open it if you want that's like that's your job as an adult to to say oh yeah like well what about this did you know did you know this was an option and then just leave them alone mo- most of the time yeah you don't know what you don't know yeah, a good way to do that too when if kids are younger is just to say like if they if they say, "Oh, that's cool." And they're they're observing somebody doing some sort of work that they think is interesting, just tell them how that how they could go about getting that job. So that's just in their head cuz they'll absorb it. Kids will be like, "Oh, you know, they see some guy riding a like they see some guy riding a bull at a rodeo." Like, "Oh, that's so cool." Well, yeah, if you want to do that for work, this is how you do it. You know, that's a job. You people do that, you know, cuz there's kids kids can be whatever yeah i think the next thing is going to be definitely a little bit more of a difficult concept to get across because the next couple of things that we're going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about money because one of the things that we found with college and uh, education quote unquote about the decision to go to college is lacking in this department yeah for sure but yeah you know we kind of have to educate them on the cost of college and a lot of them don't even know yeah and they can't because no one taught them any sort of financial literacy because they're going to school so (laughs) yeah and you know all they know is that okay i want to go to this school this is how much it costs i have no idea it doesn't matter number 
those big numbers mean nothing to them because they've never worked. Well, they're children. Mo- they don't have that money. <laughs> exactly. Most of them haven't worked and they also don't have the money. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, they're like, oh, well, you can go, you can stay in town and you can go to the community college, community college for, you know, $5,000 a year, or you can go to this name brand school for $50,000 a year. I feel like that's the biggest argument for telling a teen for like if you're if you're if you're a parent and your kid wants to go to college and you don't necessarily think that they should cuz they don't know what they want to do or or what have you just say okay you got to get a job and you got to work without taking out loans while that while that child's still a minor you know and say like you're not I'm not going to co-sign a loan with you you have to work I guess how much that college costs a year $30,000 now you have to go and make $30,000 to pay for it and you'll find that they reconsider their decision very quickly if they start to work a job yeah so what i was saying was that 5 and 5 50,000 $5,000 and $50,000 there's no point of reference that it means nothing to them it could be the same it's a it's a lot of money either way mm-hmm. And okay, so what do we know about the average statistics of how long it takes somebody to go to college from beginning to end? 5.5 years for most students in the US. Okay. It's a very long time. Right. <laughs> okay. And they're going to go to school and they're going to pay, let's call it $10,000. Also, people, just so you know, estimates on f- colleges are given in four year increments when in fact it takes 1.5 years longer for most people. Yeah. But let's call it, uh, you know, let's call it $10,000 a year, right? Which is way... That's cute. Right. <laughs> way, way less. Yeah. So now, if you take the average time that it takes to complete college, 5.5, and if you take a really, 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 you know, underestimate of how much college costs yeah. at $10,000, community is like 30, but okay, now it's 10000 5.5 years now you're spending $55,000 a year. I mean for for, for $5,000 $55,000 total yeah. for your entire thing. That's a lot of money. Yes. And that's also a lot of time. Yes. And that is something that we try to do Hannah and I about when we talk to people is just reframe it as a financial decision. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at it as a financial decision, it doesn't changes. Yeah. It it doesn't hold the same argument as it did when you weren't looking at it as a financial decision. Especially if, because I would say the most frequent, the most frequent things that people say to, I think when you ask teenagers, uh, what do you want to, what do you want to do? Either they say, Oh, I don't know. Or they say teacher. Those are, that's my, that's been my experience or early childhood education. And for the, I don't know ones saying, I, I don't know. And that's worth $55,000 conservatively, very conservatively. That is a very different math problem now, like $55,000 on it on a chance, you know? So it's just a good way to frame it up to them too. And the other thing you can ask once you've calculated that number, just roughly is just saying, if you had $55,000 right now, what would you do with it? <laughs> right. And just say, you know, you could buy, you could buy a boat. You know, you could buy, you could put a down payment on a house if you wanted to, to move out of your parents' house. Uh, you know, if, if they're like, if, if they're into farming, you know, you can buy animals with that much money. You can, you can do quite a bit with that much money. And so just putting it in perspective for them of like, these are the things that you could do with that money instead of paying for school. Yep. And And you could do those things now instead of five and a half years from now. Right. And like I was saying, 
this whole thing is just in the spirit of educating them that it is a financial decision, whereas the complete indoctrination that they've been receiving so thus far hasn't been about the finances. No, it's purely emotional. And when you look at it with the financial aspect in there, like we talked about before, it changes. Mm-hmm. I think the next thing is going to be asking them like how much would you how much do you want to make yeah how much do you want to make a year and a lot of times too they um they they're not really gonna have an answer because if they're an american school child they have and and even if they've already signed college loans to go to school they have no idea how much their major is going to make them when they graduate they don't have the slightest clue but it's not only that though it's like they have most teenagers don't have a good reference of money right so they don't even know how much they would need to live right so yeah i'm the teenager and you just ask me how much money i'm thinking about making or i'd like to earn and i said a hundred thousand dollars okay and let's say you told me you wanted to be a teacher sure okay so teachers typically make between i mean it could be 30 to fifty thousand dollars in most states um so you're you're about to tell this this kid. I mean, that's half of what you think you'd like to make. A hundred thousand dollars is a decent amount of money. Uh, it's it's well above the national average because your average college graduate's making forty eight k pre tax. Um, and so what you want to do is say, okay, well, in order to make fifty, you know, in order to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, you need to do something other than teaching because you'll never get close to that number if you are a public school teacher. And you would just say, you know, here are some other options. Like, uh, I noticed you like, I noticed you like doing this. So here's something you could do in this. I noticed that you, you cook quite a lot. Did you know that executive chefs can make a hundred thousand dollars a year? That's a good example of, of something you could tell a kid, you know, especially if that child spends a lot of time cooking. That's a great example. But just saying those jobs would make you a hundred thousand dollars a year, but a teacher is going to make you half of what you think you'd like to make. Right. Just to put it in perspective for them, because it's likely that no one ever has. Exactly. Like it's very likely that no one has ever told them how much a teacher makes. I think that is one of the things that just is just kind of well, like what I've termed vocational creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Like just kind of the number doesn't really matter. Like you can say a million. You yeah. Know, if they say a million, and honestly, the higher the higher they go, the more you're going to be leaning towards not getting a college degree. Right, because right. you're I gonna mean, say, well, you need to either start a, you need to start a business, you need to, you need to do, you need to look into other forms of work that are more profitable right. than and, those set careers. Yeah, and unless you know, there's, unless you know, unless you're trying to be a doctor, right, or you're trying to be one of those very few one percent of careers, less than one percent of careers that need absolutely need a college degree. All encompassed in that too. What we try to stress is the time. The time that college actually takes, right? And the opportunity cost of going to college. So you're going to go at 18 years old. You're going to be in there for 5.5 years. And now you're going to be 23.5 years old. And more than likely, you didn't get a job, mm-hmm. right? Because most full-time college students don't get jobs. Yes. Right? And so now you're going to be, now you're going to be $55,000 in debt if you went a very, 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 very cheap route. If you went to a community college. More than likely, you're going to be more than six figures in debt, mm. right? And that's just that's just with 
the college tuition, never mind the uh, supplemental student loans that you that you got took out so you could live order, above your means in order to live. And right. you're used to all you're also used to this is a little bit of a side, but you also get used to this lifestyle and you're in college. I've seen this up close quite a bit. You get used to a lifestyle in college that you have not yet earned. And then it is a hard adjustment to reality when you have to come down and live within your means of your now tiny salary for your actual job. Well, what happens, and this is a little bit of a side, well, what happens a lot of the times is that the, uh, these these college students is that they'll, they'll take out the money just to go that in one hand out the other and that's for tuition. Mm-hmm. But then, and then that is federal student loans, but then they'll go to other private institutions and then they'll get private student loans right? Which usually have a higher interest rate. And, but also on top of it, it's another loan payment that you have to service monthly. Mm -hmm. So assuming that you got a student loan, you know, once a year, now you've got five different loans, unless you refinance, right? You have five separate private student loans. And often a decent amount of credit card debt too. Don't forget that. Unless you refinance, you went from never never paying for anything because your student loans paid for it mm-hmm. to now you're servicing thousands of dollars a month and you have, you have to pay rent and you eat. have a mortgage payment of student loans to service and then you will month. also now take on rent and food exactly and insurance and your car and your e- gas and your exactly. phone and your internet and so that's where that's where the reality really hits and the reason why we know this is because we're in this industry and we talk to a lot of people about this. Yeah, and I we uh, I have seen this up close and personal in like friends, family. It, it it's it and, and just acquaintances too. It's like it's wild how the rubber meets the road immediately after graduation. Yeah, and no wonder so many college students get so down afterwards because that's like an immense burden for somebody who's that young and hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, like they haven't even lived yet. You know, and they're in a massive hole. Yeah, that honestly they didn't think that they were in. Yep. And a lot of them feel like they're suffocating. And a lot of it's just because they didn't realize that they were, they've never, they've never, they never had money and then they didn't have money, but they, they didn't really have the money. And then they spent all the money and now they got to pay back all the money. Right. And now, so to bring it back to what we're talking about, that's a really t- tough order to now we have to explain how that's going to feel to a teenager. Right. Who right? has no concept of time. Who has no concept of time. He thinks they're in here. Th- she thinks they're invincible and they're always right. Well, they also paint college as like, oh, you know, like you'll be young when you get out. I mean, kind of, kind of, but that's like, that's your mid twenties. You're in your mid twenties now. Like you, you go in as a child and you come out in your mid twenties. That is a large amount of time. There's a lot you can do in five and a half years. Yeah. So, that's exactly the point. I think that that's the easiest direction that we've went, mm. which is t- talking through all the things that you can do in four to 5.5 years. Yeah, which is quite a lot. Right. You can talk about, you know, life goals that you have, you know, if you want to travel, right? And you might be able to travel more if you don't go to college because you, the alternative is getting a job. Mm-hmm. Now you get a job and now you can travel more because you have vacation and you can pay for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Travel is a good one. Like if to even just wanting to live in a specific city, right? Like if you just want to live a specific place, that's a good, that's a good point too. Or um, there's like, 
you'd like to own a horse or I don't know, something random, something, something is just hyper specific to the individual and just say like, if you know, you're giving up, you may be giving up these things if you do this and it just, just being realistic about the actual cost of it and what it's going to cost them and time and money, which is hard to explain to a teenager who does not understand either money or time. Yeah, they haven't but been long enough. You gotta try. You gotta try. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're having this conversation with them, right? Mm-hmm. Is to at least give it the old college try. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> wow, I think we gotta end this episode. Yeah, that I'll was I'll... that was really bad. <laughs> but yeah, I think these are the conversations that you and I really love mm-hmm. because it's cool, dude. This is how we started, and this is who we want to talk to you mm-hmm. because if we can talk to you and at least provide value, cause I'm not trying to convince you either way. I'm just, just tell you there's other stuff. I'm trying to tell you that there's other opportunities. You don't have to go to college. Yeah. Like uh, there's nothing, there's nothing written in stone that you have to go to college. No, you don't, you can go work on one of those big cargo boats and go all over the world. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you, you can do, whatever you want. And that's, that's something that we love to tell young people that, haven't made the decision that is going to put them into crippling financial debt. Yeah. Before, before they even understand what that is. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it today. The old college try. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, uh, I think that we're good. Like I said, if you want to get more degree free news and see, see and hear more resources, like we've talked about, get inspiration for other degree free jobs and careers, then go to the website, which is degreefreenetwork.com and sign up for that newsletter because it's all in there. Yeah. And uh, if you guys like this episode, if you guys found it useful, if you guys could give us a thumbs up, subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast, if you watch us on YouTube, whatever. Um, if you guys want to get into contact with us, contact at degreefreenetwork.com. That's our email. We love to get emails. We love to get emails. We love to hear from you guys uh, asking questions or just drop us a line in general. We're trying to be better about social media. You give us a follow. I'm at Ryan K. Mariyama on all the socials. She's at Hannah Mariyama as well and the podcast is at degree free pod all the links and show notes will be uh at degreefreenetwork.com and i think that that is it everybody uh now go and uh, convince a teenager that they don't have to go to college all right awesome. until next time guys Allah.